Let's love them all over the house. Can we do it? Come on, lift your voice. Hallelujah. Oh, the sweet presence of the Holy Ghost is here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice with me for a little bit. Let it come out of your spirit. God, we love you. God, we love you with everything that's inside of us. Amen. I know you're standing, but what a special day. And, and uh, so if, if my emotions are a little bit all over today, just count it up to I'm in touch with my feminine side every now and then. <laughs> and um, what, a, what a tremendous, paramount honor to be in probably still the greatest church in all the world. <laughs> Amen. And I still say that in, in the beautiful country. I woke up early this morning, and I looked out at those mountains and breathed the air, and it just takes you down a couple roads. And, uh, but to see everybody in the house of the Lord is the greatest thing, as my wife said. It's all about the now. We can't, the past is behind us, and I'm glad for those, those old paths wherein lies the safe way. But we got to keep on exploring and, and digging out trails and all of those good things in Jesus' name. And so, uh, double honor to our great pastor today and first lady. How many love and appreciate Pastor Sister Hood? God bless them. Amen. They are, they are God's chosen angel over the city. And that's a beautiful thing to understand. And for all of us. But I'm so thankful with all that said, there's not a hierarchy in, that, in church. There's not a leveling up or down. But if there was, let's step into the world of, of, of thought. If there was, the church would be at the top of the rung. And we as ministry are called to serve the saints. The word, amen. That's what we're called to serve the saints. And so I want to give this church honor and every one of you for your faithfulness. This church wouldn't be here. We couldn't have been here without y'all. So let's give the church a hand today. Amen. God bless the faithful saints of God. Amen. The word in its originality is hagnos, and that is the peculiar people that are royal. That's the saints of the Most High King. And so with all of our hearts, we love you. We are so blessed to be here today. We're thankful for the invitation, and uh, I wouldn't have missed a day for anything in the world. I really mean that. I, I got brought the truck. I said, I got my four-wheel drive ready. And I don't care what the hill does. We're getting over that thing today. First Samuel 13. Amen. Give honor to all of the ministry and the elders. Amen. Brother and Sister Rodriguez. Pillars of this church. Brother and Sister Bobo. God bless you, elder. Love them. These are great all across this house. Faithful, stalwart people. Amen. First Samuel 13. So glad my wife and my boys are with us, and thank you, Pastor Hood. We could not have done it without our boys, amen. And uh, I remember Thane heading out to Fallon, and boy, they learned how to get up at about six every Sunday morning. So, but be be encouraged. I'm not going to take up four services today, and and um, even the pastor said that ARC pays by the hour. So, amen. <laughs> And uh, I know how I know how much money all of you have. I, I might just do it. <laughs> Amen. No, we're going to we're going to see what the Holy Ghost has for us. And I just have to say this again for my own self. What an honor to stand in my world 
There's no greater pulpit and no greater place that I love to preach than right here. And standing here, you just my mind, my spirit, and emotions, amen, begin to walk down great familiar roads. And so let's see what God has for us today, amen. How many is ready to go to another level today? In Jesus' name, I'm ready to go. 1 Samuel 13, verse 5, from there, chapter 14, amen, thank you for the wonderful gifts we got to uh, Pastor First Lady's house, and there was cereal on the counter, and, and I even had a Mountain Dew last night just to celebrate, and I uh, couldn't sleep either, so that's the truth, <laughs> amen, and uh, don't drink Mountain Dew at 10 o'clock at night, in fact, probably shouldn't drink it at all, but that's a whole other story, amen, First Samuel 13, verse 5. And the Philistines gathered themselves together to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots, 6,000 horsemen, and people, or the infantry, the soldiers, as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. And they came up and pitched in Michmash, eastward from Beth-Avon. 30,000 chariots, a lot of them carried two men, 6,000 horsemen and people, soldiers, as the sand which is upon the seashore. That literally meant that you could not number it with the naked eye. It's a lot of people. Chapter 14, verse 12, And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor-bearer, and said, come up to us, and we will show you a thing. Now, I'm, I'm southern. So, in the south, if somebody said, we're about to show you something, you got to put your seatbelt on. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about in this house. Yeah, come over here, Junior. I'm going I'm to show you something. And, and there was attitude, and there was, they were cocky. They were arrogant. They, they were uh, confident by reason of their numerical su superiority. We're going to show you something. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, there's only one other dude. He said, come up after me. I want every leader to hear me today. Come up after me. For the Lord hath delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up upon his hands. I have literally stood on the backside of this mountain where Jonathan climbed and it is a very steep cliff. They did not have the high ground. And he began to climb upon his hands and upon his feet. And his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan. And his armor bearer slew after him. Notice that after him. The word again. He followed after him. Now he's slaying after him. And that first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor bearer made. Was about 20 men. Notice this. Within, as it were, an half acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow. There was a geographical connotation attached to this victory. There was trembling in the host, and in the field, and among all the people. We're still talking about two dudes. Just two men. And the host trembled in the field, and among all the people, the garrison and the spoilers, they also trembled. And the earthquake, so it was a very great trembling. It's so amazing to me that two men can shake the foundations of the entire world. I want to preach 
to a church that I love even more than I ever have in, in all the years on this thought. What will the sword say about you? When we get done, when we stand before him, and God takes even account into this last year, what will the sword say about you? God, your word's anointed. Humbly, I stand before you today so grateful. God, not worthy of any of the honor that has been so beautifully bestowed today. I stand amongst my family today. I stand amongst the church the most beautiful thing, God, that you've ever put together, the only thing you've ever purchased was the church. Thank you for these mighty men and women of God. Bless us today, God, every vision, every prophecy, God, that has ever come forth. I believe it. I stand upon it. The gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. I wish I had two or three people that still believe that. We're on our way to another level. There's not a devil in hell or out of hell that can stop the church. We're victorious. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Let the word of God come forth with liberty. Anoint my mouth and our ears and heart to receive it. And the church said in Jesus' name. God bless you. You may be seated. Just two days ago in prayer in the morning. In fact, it was... Or a day ago, it was Saturday, I arose and God began to speak into my spirit. And I would like to preface what I'm going to preach today and just give you what God gave me. Vision does not come from blessing or provision. Vision is what produces blessing and provision. In fact, I, I really believe with all of my heart the greatest struggle of modern day Pentecost is that we're so blessed with somebody else's vision. And we're so blessed with the provision and the blessing of somebody else's vision. In fact, if you were to casually study the Word of God, you would understand, my wife mentioned it earlier, about seasons. And that, that takes us in to the agriculture, the agriology, if you will, of God. It was written about sowing and reaping. And, and the grounds, and, and we know about the agri of the word of God. But what stands out to me is when the writer says that you reap, you and I reap what we sow. Amen. And so Pentecost, if you will, the apostolic movement is struggling with a generation that is blessed with so much provision and so much talent, but they're lacking in vision. Why is that imperative? Because the Bible still declares that without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, without a vision, the people perish. I'm getting ahead of myself already, but you got to wake up in the morning with a vision. You got to go to work with a vision. You got to go through your valley with a vision. You got to go to the hospital. Come on, somebody, it's not a fairy tale. It's not romantic to have a vision. Carnal people cannot have the vision of God. But one writer said it like, I look to the hills from which cometh my help, and my help comes. That's a vision. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley. What was, I've got to have vision that's greater than my circumstance. Vision. Maybe seated. The rich young ruler had talent. He had ability. He had fiscal Blessing. He had 
He had knowledge. He knew the word. He was schooled with, with a, a master's or above uh, uh, education. But, but he went away sorrowful because Jesus asked him to give. I want you to understand here today, it is a, a, a scary place to become and to be in where, where we are the ones that are only blessed and we're not the ones that are giving or sowing. The Bible declares it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. I want to tell you today, to have vision, you have to be a sower. To have vision, you have to have something that I'm putting this into the kingdom. Come on, the kingdom doesn't owe me nothing. The kingdom doesn't owe me a timesheet. Come on, some I owe Calvary everything. I owe the blood everything. I owe the Holy Ghost. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I? Come on, somebody. You need to remember where you and I were when God found us. You got to remember where you and I were when the Holy Ghost arrested us. Uh, and such were some of us. Uh, but we've been washed. Uh, we've been trapped. Come on, somebody. I owe God my breath. Uh, I owe God my energy. I owe God my everything. Oh, hallelujah. You can't lose your vision. You may be seated. Blessings and provision do not reproduce, but vision does. That's why we can have a great inheritance and squander it like the man that buried his talent. And God came back and let me, he's like, God, I protected it. He gave, he gave him what was given to him, but without increase. I want to have the fruit that only vision can produce. So I've got to sow again. And somebody said amen. How many wants to have vision in this house? I want to have vision. Amen. We, we walk by faith and not by sight. Carnal people do not walk by faith. Only Holy Ghost filled people walk by faith. I, I'm going to get there slowly because when this thing pops, I want to be ready to blow up with it. Amen. I've got to have faith to walk through the tenacity that is required of me in life. I've got to have faith when I don't feel good. I've got to have faith. Harrison, let me tell you, I'm still trying to understand what God is doing. But it's not according to my understanding. Because my mind is carnal. My mind is it's trapped. There's a way that... that, that, that becometh a man but the end thereof is death I've got to slip out of my carne and get into the spiritual realm of the Holy Ghost uh, where I see the heavens opened up I want to preach to us here today we can't afford to get so carnal we can't well, are you saying that I'm living in sin? No. I know carnal people that go to church and they do not sin. But a carnal mind is one that is used without faith and anointing. It's not coupled to the word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not err, that I might not deep. Come on, somebody. This is not a feel good. This is not an emotion. But vision is what pushes the heart of a church to tell the devil if God before me if God before I know I'm outnumbered I know it doesn't look good I know the doctor's report said I've got six months to live but I want to preach to somebody on a Sunday afternoon when I get to heaven I want the sword to say he kept fighting when I get to heaven I want the sword to say I never gave up 
defeated King Saul's at war in our text. And he's, he's having problems. He's struggling. And, and it's, it's the DNA that begins with Saul that, that, that begins to trickle down. And, and, and we read about kings that, that were at ease when they should have been at war. And, and yet we find Jonathan, the, the young heir to the throne that had enough Holy Ghost to understand that God's divine appointment was greater than his position. Um, and so the, the, the enemy is mad because Jonathan and his armor bearer, they took on some 30,000 chariots, 6,000 cavalry men, and footmen as the sand of the sea, and they utterly de- decimated them. I want you to think about that here today. Two people attacked them and won. Who, who, who were these people? They're just a group like us right here at ARC just trying to stand up for what we believe and, and stand up for what God has done for us. We're not the most talented people. Amen. We're not the cream of the crop, but we're God's kids. And he's brought us a mighty long way. And we're not trying to get out there and brag and look at everybody, look at everybody down our little nose of superiority. Who are we? We're just a church that believes that greater is he that is within us than he that's come on somebody. That's who I am. When the devil comes talking to me, I have to let them know it's not according to my ability that's not what the word says it's a the battle is not yours it is come on somebody quit fighting in your flesh quit waking up in your flesh it's time for the church to get back in the holy ghost it's time for us to get back in the red hot anointing to where we wake up with destiny and we wake up burdened by god's design be seated but in in the midst of this in the midst of victory there there were some that had lost their tenacity listen you think it's tough in Nevada you ought to drive down to that crazy place that God put us in we're still on the purple tier the police have been to our church 18 times inside the church while we were having church we've had drones over the building we've had We've had satellite trucks. I'm not bragging. I'm going to just tell you. Amen. What will the sword say about you? I had to sit at the table, Brother Johnson, and people that I love and are dear to me say, well, what are you going to do if they sue you? And, and what are you going to do if they, they take the building? And what I just kept preaching what I've always been preaching. You can have the building, but I get the city. Come on, somebody. What will the sword say? Oh, I feel like having ARC church today. Hallelujah. When the battle and the dust is settled, what will the sword? Well, he quit when it got to. No, not my sword. What's your sword? You know what I want my sword to say? He wasn't very talented, but he kept on fighting. You know what I want my sword to say? He wasn't very good at anything, but he never quit. He never backed up, and he never shut up. be seated and I, I, I had people walk out of my office disappointed and I, I can only preach for, for, for what happened there and, and it was only good for them everybody's got to do their own thing I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not throwing stones today I'm just telling you what will my sword say about me 
I got to thinking about my elders. I got to thinking about some of these old men of God. I said, what, what, would, old, what would old Brother Roney do in this situation? And, and what would Brother Terry do in this situation? And what would Brother Price do in this situation? You know what happened to me? I pulled my sword out uh, and I said, bring it on, devil, and you can bring on your Rona. Satan is the prince of the air, but Jesus is the king of kings. And by his stripes, we are healed. I'm going to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, it's time to get your fight back. It's time to get your zeal back. It's been a rough year, but I see the promise. I see revival, and it's greater, and it's bigger than it's ever been. Maybe seated in People begin to lose their burden. They begin to lose their zeal. You know, Corona wasn't bad for the church. wasn't good either. It just exposed the church. It's okay. It's okay. It exposed the church. I'm preaching to us here today. You know how we preach at conference? Well, bless God. Ain't nobody can tell. Ain't no government. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm preaching better than you're shouting right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and all, that, all of a sudden we became legalist. But when I read through the book of Acts, when I read about Ephesus, when I read about Pergamos, when I read about Antioch, when I read about Paul's churches, when I read about the book of Acts church, the worse it got, the better it got. That's all right. What will your sword say about you? Well, they took the first off-ramp. Come on, somebody. You may need to dust it off a little bit. Amen. But it's time to get the sword of the Spirit out of the scabbard of carnality and say, come on, devil. Come on. I'm ready for you. I'm not a whole lot of nothing, but I've got a God that cannot fail. I've got a God. He's never been beaten. He's never lost a battle. Come on, somebody. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. The church, the ecclesia, the separated, the come on, you're not a nobody. You're the right hand of God and the extension of his power and his word. Don't lose your fight. What happens if we lose? You, you, you still get street creds because you fought. I'm going to preach today. People lost their zeal. We can quote scripture, but can you be one? Yeah. We got to be faithful to the vision. To the vision. Well, what about vision? Without it, the people perish. And, and so people, they, they, they lost their fortitude to fight. I'm telling you, there was people in, in 80 plus years of age. Hey Amen. Did you guys, man, we went through it just as bad as everybody. In fact, we got Rona before Rona was cool in January, a year ago. We really did. And uh, I didn't know I had something so, and it's bad. It's, I didn't know I had it. And my wife had it. Man, I can't taste nothing. This is, this is before, my, this was three months before they said it was a thing. Man, I was preaching and going to church, praying for everybody. See, some of us don't know how to handle that. What will the sword say about you? 
I'm preaching the peacetime Pentecost. We're, we're living on an elder's vision. We're living on your daddy's prayer and your mama's prayer. And we're sitting around moving the blessings and provisions around. God said, you're going to reap what you sow. It's time to get the sword out and put your hand on the plow and say, let's do this. Until he comes, I'm going to fight. Until he comes, I'm going to be courageous. Until he comes, I'm going to walk in the zeal of apostolic authority. Man. And so I got to get there. You may be seated. They fear struck them. And the enemy's appearance caused Israel to run into caves, trembling in valleys. I, I want you to catch this. The, the impetus is staggering. They went back to what God had already brought them out of. Somebody got to hear this preacher today. They fear caused them to go back and dwell in caves and in, in places of isolation. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here today. That, that heaven had already extracted it. I want to preach to us today. Don't let the devil make you move back to a place you've been delivered out of. Put your foot on the rock and say, not today, devil. I'm not moving. I will not... Come on, somebody. I'm not going backwards for nothing. I'm going to stand my ground and let the Lord fight my battles. God bless you today. And they left the land of promise. Hear this. They went back across Jordan. They unbaptized themselves. See, when, when you go back through baptism, fear, anxiety, trepidation, People are taking the will of God into their own hands. Uh, man, I don't touch the ark for love or money. It don't matter who it is or when it is, if it's myself. It's the things of God are so sacred and they're so holy. My, my job is not to interpret the ark. My job is to carry the glory. Amen. And allow the weight, oh God, of apostolic responsibility. Come on, somebody. I've got to reach this valley. I drove in this valley. I'm going to tell you something that touched me. Every, for years, every time I drove in this valley, my spirit would jump. And I wondered for 500 plus miles, am I still going to feel it? I want to report to the church. When I dropped into the valley, tears. Oh my God, I felt that old anointing on this valley. And it arrested, I'm preaching to somebody. It's go time. It's stand time. It's fight time. It's time to talk in tongues. It's time to lay hands on the sick and watch healing. It's time to take territory. It's time to get back in. It's time to settle it all. You think we learned from Goliath's tactics about fear. But like Israel, they fled. They ran as far as they could from the battle. Israel was over 2 million people. And they only found 600 to stand with Saul. Think about that. 600 men out of 2 million. And we find Saul, the anointed king, underneath a pomegranate tree hiding in the time of battle. Again, the, the DNA that begins to go down in the men like David when at the time of war, when kings should be at battle, 
we find him beguiled on the balcony. And there he becomes a murderer and an adulterer. Oh, peacetime Pentecost, hear me today. We, 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 we can't starve ourselves on the provision of 30 and 40 years ago. We reap what we sow. I'm preaching to you. Without vision, you're going to starve. Without vision. You know what vision is? This is a season. But when the sun comes over the hill, there's going to be a harvest. It's, don't eat all of the seed. Save some seed for the field. Come on. I, I, I'm going to just preach how I feel today. Don't let the world get you so scared. Amen. That you, you try to extend your life by eating the seeds you should be sowing. Oh, God forbid. What will the sword say about me? I beat it into a plowshare and I beat it back into a sword. Why? I'm going to have faith in every season. If it's if it's time to reap, I'm going to reap. But if it's time to harvest, I'm going to go to the back shop and I'm going to get a red hot prayer meeting going and I'm going to beat my blessing back into a weapon of warfare. Maybe seated. Only sword was found in Jonathan's hand. Oh my God, have mercy. Only one sword. The men had swords, but they were sheathed. I read about in, in Kings, first Kings about Israel. They they had everything on hand to win. They they had the, the goads and they, they had the tools and the weaponry, but they went down to the enemy's camp. Now that, that's why you gotta you gotta turn off the radio and you gotta turn off the internet. Amen. That's not old fashioned, that's cutting edge here today. Let every man be a liar and the word of God be true. I got to get up and face a pandemic with this. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not. Come on, somebody. Forsake not this. It's still the will of God for the church to be the city set on a hill. I don't have a junior Jesus, and I refuse to be a junior church. Amen. He's the almighty. He's the everlasting. He's the all in all in us all. Amen. And beside him, there's no other. You have to make the choice in the pressure. What will my sword say about me? Some of us are convicted right now because the sword's laughing at us. Am I going to fight to my last breath? When's the last time your sword felt the white-knuckled embrace of faith? Thank you, sis. That's what I'm talking about. Your hand cleaved to the sword. What does that mean? To my last drop of money. I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. Come on, somebody. Ah, we've come too far to get stuck in buildings and lands and what the city's going to do. God sets them up. And God... Oh, well, well, that's you're breaking the law. It was never a law. It was a mandate and an order that was draconian. But let me, let me preach to us here today. The laws of God are the laws of the land. Amen. And until they silence this mouth, I wish I could preach to a polycarp. Stand, therefore, under the mighty hand of God until you be, come on, somebody. The darker it gets, the brighter we get. The tougher it gets. It's the tougher we get. You're not a sissy. You're anointed. You have the blood of Jesus. I wish somebody would get your sword out on a Sunday and start fighting.
fighting the fight of faith. Come on. You're an overcomer by the blood. You know, we misinterpret. I'm an overcomer by my mistakes. The blood was for sin. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Some of you put your sword back up because it's been tough. My past doesn't mean anything to my future. I've got a sword, though, that's taken. It's taken a recording every day. You haven't sharpened me in a while. Maybe seated. You, you, haven't, you haven't put oil and a stone upon me in a while. In the pressure, the telepsies, the telepsies of this generation, the pressure. Don't have to raise your hand. We feel the pressure. Again, drive 500 miles south and the pressure of political ramblings I'm telling you it's it's out of control it's out of control you can't have Dr. Seuss but you can have a a transgender blender I bite lay down and read to your kids stories about Satan it's Adam and Eve not Adam and Steve the last time I read the book if that offends you you need to have a talk with your sword come on Come on. Oh, you ought to be nervous. I'm sick of living on the defensive. I'm a child of God. And I've got... You've got to learn how to shout in the hallway. You've got to learn how to shout up in the mess. You've got to learn how to shout broke. That's not a fairy tale. That's called human life. You've got to shout in your one-bedroom apartment. You've got to shout when they come and take your car because of vision. It doesn't look how I want it to look, but soon and very soon, I'm, I'm preaching to somebody today. It's just a hallelujah away. It's one more shout away. My God, somebody ought to praise him. You ought to, I feel chains popping in this house here today. You ought to stretch it. You ought to push it. You ought to pull it out. Go ahead, worship him. What will your sword say about you? Oh, he was a worshiper. He was wild. Come on, woman of Zion. What will the sword say about you? She travailed. She wept. And Zion had a baby. Young men, what will the sword say about you now that you got a job? Yeah. Everybody's spiritual when they broke. <laughs> That's funny right there. It's the truth. Everybody wants to pray when they can't afford to spend the night. Yeah. You catch that on the way home. It's okay. Too broke to pay attention. I just we we like to pray and oh God. And God's looking at your sword like, when are you gonna pull that thing out? Well, God, I'm just, no, no. I gave you keys. Where's the keys at? Where are they at? What keys? 
He said, whatever you, whatever you lock down here, can I, can I just paraphrase? He said, I'm going to lock it up there. You know what that means? When he gave you keys, it was contractual. Whatever you lose, come on, somebody. You're sitting there waiting for a miracle, and the miracle is in a scabbard. The sword of the spirit. I want to preach to the church here. Until my last breath, I'm going to sing hallelujah. Until my last breath, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Until my last breath, Ephesians 4, 5, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Until my last breath, come ye out from among them and be a separate, saith the Lord. Until he comes, he inhabits the praise of his people. I'm, I'm hurrying, kind of. I'm, I'm tired of living under a pomegranate tree. Well, what are you going to do? Sister Michelle, they came in my office. All the, what was it, poobahs? For 45 minutes. Well, what are you going to do if you get sued? And then, 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 I had my Nevada boots on. I was ready for them. They still got the spurs mounted on them, Brother Diaz. And I just shake them at, y'all don't even know where I'm from. You're exaggerating. No, I'm not. Oh, are we recording? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's okay. He knows the truth. What, what, what are you doing? When people that you have their same DNA look at you like you lost your marbles. <laughs> he, he knows enough history to probably prove it true. <laughs> I had to give him that. Yeah, can I tell a dream, Pastor? I'm, uh, this, this is no, no shade thrown. I'm just telling you what God, what God did for me in the midst of a season. And you better do this. And everybody. And blah, blah, blah. And everybody, you need a, and you need a, 45 minutes. Nobody said one thing about Jesus. Nobody read me anything out of the Bible. No, nobody told me they prayed. Fear mongering. Fear mongering. Oh, well, you're just one of them Sakari zealot guys from up there in Masada. No, no, I've been there too. I'm not one of those people. I'm not a, I'm not a zealot. I, I just have a Bible, and I don't tear pages out of mine. Well, it's 2021, and I think we just, come on, what will your sword say about you? What? Come on, somebody. You know what Elder Bobo's sword said? I kept on praying. I kept on praying. And I come up, I'm, I'm preaching to somebody. He's still a healer. The blood still, oh my God, I feel like preaching up on a Sunday. It still works. This is the best book. It has the greatest author, and it's never been proved wrong. Build your house on the rock. 45 minutes for the Johnson. And then I stopped him. I said, has anybody prayed? Well, no, we didn't think about that. Oh, you're kidding me. God gave me a dream, pastor, and, and this dream was only for, you know, you, oh, every pastor's got to pastor his own flock, yeah. and what works, one play, uh, tools, they, they don't work the same everywhere, yeah. that's, just, that's just how it is, and, and so I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to insinuate anything, hear me today, and, and, and God gave me a dream, Brother Johnson, 
and I was flying, and I like to fly. Boy, I was, but I wasn't crashing this time. It was good. And I'm flying, and God took me through every saint of God in the church. Luxury cars sitting in the driveway. Garages full of stuff. Praise God. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm the head not to tell last time I checked, but I ain't preaching about blessing. I may preach about blessing. And, and, uh, and, got to, and the cupboards were full. The fridges were overflowing. I'm going somewhere. See, you gained weight too in the pandemic. And, and never mind. Oh, it's so bad. Really? I've got three checks. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to bend your theology. This ain't a bad time. Thank you. What will your sword say about you? Oh, God, it was so bad. Really? You should have been at Calvary. Oh, God, it was really bad. You, you should have been at the whipping post. Oh, God, it was so bad. You should have had to drink the cup. Come on, somebody. For God so loved the world that he gave. But, and I flew through every house. And everybody was dressed up to go to church. They were in suits and ties. Ladies were all dialed in, hair and outfits, shoes and purses and all this stuff. And, and they was looking good up in there. And they were all dead. Laying in the recliner, laying in the couches. And God told me, as sure as I'm standing here, if you close the doors of this building, they're going to die in their homes. So I put my fist down on that little conference table. And I said, hey, I appreciate everybody that's in here. But this is what God told me after praying the last two weeks. I'm going to tell you what happens. When, when, when the head, not the lieutenant, I forget, the, the captain of Chula Vista PD, he called me and said, Hey, Pastor Buxton, I want you to know that our official response to the media, we're never coming back to that church. And we're not going to pick up any phone call. He said, You know what? We're deeming you essential. And we're deeming your church essential. Can I just preach? In a pandemic, we've seen over 200 first-time people receive the whole. Why am I preaching that? ARC, that is us. That is us. That is, a, that is you. Don't lose your fervor. Don't lose your tenacity. But fight like you've never fought. And dream like you've never dreamed. I'm hurrying today. Jonathan was the only one with a sword. How many of you felt like that this last year? Good to see y'all. I'm the only one fighting. I'm the only one crying. You got to unsheathe that thing through the tears of sorrow and fight like you know how to fight. No weapon formed. Against me shall prosper. I'm preaching to somebody. There's not a fiercer fight than the fight of the wounded that said, My foot had well nigh slip, but my grip is still good. I've been through some bad days. And it's hard. And I'm even convicted. But hey, I'm holding, come on somebody. I'm holding my sword up again to signify. I'm going to win this battle. And he's going to anoint my hand to war. I want to be in the midst of people that have a grip. 
because you were sick. My sword's healthy. Did you get sick? Man, I got sick. My hair fell out. It really did. I wish some pounds were falling off, but I didn't have it. It's okay to be fluffy. I'm still winning. It's okay. I had to get a new spring on my, on my bike. I said, something's wrong with my shock. I keep bottoming out. And the guy says, you need to lay off the cheeseburgers. Come on, somebody. Yay, though I walk. I'm going to walk. Brother Troy, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, your correction, your corralling, the rod of this, they comfort. I'm preaching to somebody. When we get so much vision, amen, the chastening of God just establishes sonship because God only chastens his kids. Thank you for loving me. Thank you. Ooh, thank you, Lord. May I have another? It's time to go to war, ARC. I'm talking it's time to take the fight to the devil. That's not rhetoric. And that's not the emoting of carnality. That is the revelation of vision. We're going to win. I've read the end of the book. And we win. I'm going to tell you a story you, you can't forget. I like Louis L'Amour stories. I, I hope Louis L'Amour had the Holy Ghost because he needs it. But one day this, this daddy walked down the, the, not the aisle, the hallway. And this little five-year-old boy was in there reading a Louis L'Amour book. The little boy, Sister Bridget's face was all mad. And the daddy walked by and the little boy said, you're going to get it. Boy, he takes after his mother. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and he walked back by the little boy. You're going to get it. He came by the next day and the little boy was got a little scuff boots on, a little six-shooter on the side, and little hat. You're going to get it. The daddy said, son, what in the world is going on? He said, daddy, I'm reading a book and every time the good guy takes a lick and he said, it makes me so mad. He said, I couldn't take it anymore. He said, so I... I flipped to the end of the book. And he said, I read where the good guy, he completely annihilated the bad guy. Hang on. He said, then I flipped back to where I'm living. And every time the good guy, the good guy loses, I tell the bad guy, you're going to get it. ARC. Oh, I feel like telling every devil in this valley, you're going to get it. Oh, you're going to get it. You Come on. I've read the end of the book and we win. We win. We win. Come on. That's not a fairy tale. The Bible says that we're going to tread upon the serpent. We're going to look down at the devil and say, This is the man. You need to learn how to get a you going to get it attitude. But do it to the devil instead of your brother. I'm hurrying. Jonathan made up his mind regardless if they say Saul did it because they did I'm going to fight this fight Jonathan said I, I got to do something I'm too blessed to be static to whom much is given 
Oh, we got to read. Much is required. When we stand before Jesus, it could be today. What will the sword say about you? I've seen so many people wait their whole life for the right moment and miss their life. It's like having enough money to get married. There's no such thing. God owned the cattle of a thousand hills, and he could never afford to get married. That's why he didn't. That's not in the Bible. That's in first conclusion. I'm just saying. First conclusion. This is a good book. It's a lost book. I've seen people, well, we're going we're gonna to have revival when we can afford it. What is wrong with you? Well, we're just waiting for the right time. Today is the day of salvation. I'm going to tell you, it's time to start answering the world with Bible answers. We are not careful to answer thee, O king, in this manner. Come on, you want to be fireproof, Brother Perez? You know what you got to do? I'm going to stand because the longer I stand, the bigger he gets. I want to be so fireproof uh, that the darts of hell and the arrows of hell are quenched by the Holy Ghost. Revival pays for itself. We, this church wouldn't be here if it was all about money. <laughs> I remember going to McDonald's over there to get Wi-Fi because I couldn't afford to have Wi-Fi. That's the truth. I, I remember doing snowstorms at the other McDonald's. I like hot fries. Y'all remember that? Hot fries, a Diet Coke, get a brother straight every day. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm vegan. <laughs> Your snacks aren't, honey. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to just, this is for free. Isn't it amazing how blessed people always be talking about eating healthy? I got a good friend of mine. I'll, I'll, I'll leave nameless. He's preaching for us today. <laughs> Go figure it out. I love you, AP. Man, I'm there. I'm this. Uh, bro, you sneaking in somewhere. <laughs> Come on, somebody. See, see when, when you get an appetite, you'll do anything for it. I got to do something. L like some of you, you coffee people. Don't talk to me till I've had coffee. You ought to tell the devil, don't talk to me till I get up from this prayer. Don't talk to me till I put this Bible down. But you better check yourself before you get wrecked. Come on, somebody. I don't look like a whole lot, but greater is he that's in me. I got Jesus on the inside. He about to come out and whoop some tail. Come on, somebody. You need to quit downgrading yourself and get back in the book and realize I'm an heir to the kingdom. I'm a child of the king. I'm a daughter of Zion. Come on, man. Get your harp off the willow branch and let the sword have revival. In closing, little boy asked his mom, what? when pastor says that, what does it mean? He said, she said nothing. Huh. In closing, it's time to get off the fence. I'd rather be a loser on the field than a spectator in the stands. Because at least, least I'm cleated up. Come on, somebody. Come on, you, somewhere you got to find where the gas is at in life. You can't win the race if you own the brakes all the time. I was coming down to 88. I almost lost my Holy Ghost. And those people, 
They, they was pumping them brakes. I was like, man, you're going to have to rotate them rotors. You're running your brakes on the brakes. So I just, I just let old, let old Whitey, that's my big old truck. They hate it in California. I love it all the more. I put a bigger turbo in it since I've been here last. It whistles. You ought to hear it now. They can hear me coming. I want them to know. Here he comes. Yep, devil, you're going to get it. I'm coming. Somewhere in your anointing, you got to put your foot in the accelerator and say, if she blows up, she blows up, but I'm climbing this mountain. What if I don't make it? What if you do? What if I shout and nothing happens? What if you shout and you get absolutely healed from the top of your head to the... I wish I had two or three on a Sunday that said, don't wait till the battle's over. Shout right now. I'm going to shout. I'm Come on, somebody, in the midst of my pain, in the midst of my mess, I'm going to shout with a voice of trust. You ought to lift your voice and let the devil know it ain't over yet, and I'm not done yet. We walk by faith and not by sight, period. I'm not waiting till the pandemic's over. This is just the first one. They're just wanting to see who's got a sword or not. How you doing? <laughs> well, I, I... We got theologians all, all over this house. I thought the Bible said it was appointed unto me once to die. A pandemic can't kill me. Because God is in control of life and death. You shouldn't preach like that. That's how I was raised. That's what Elder Price taught me to do. You walk by faith, son. Yeah, that's what old N.A. Erson preached. We walk by faith. Come on. Our money cannot be our demise. Our blessing and provision that came from another generation cannot be the end of us. It's time to pull the sword out and let somebody know, yet will I fight. Jonathan, he said, I don't need a position. I just need a chance. I know they're going to say Saul did it, but I don't care who gets the credit for revival. I'm coming off the DL today. I'm coming out of retirement today. I'm coming out of blessings today. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and full and addeth no sorrow. But the Bible talks about the rich man. You know what the rich man was? He quit sowing and started living off of provisions. Jonathan was so burdened by the risk of not fighting. All it takes is one generation and the church is done. There, see, I'm preaching to us today with all due respect. I'm preaching, to, I'm, the reason you're in northern Nevada is because you're tough. Trust me, trust me, I'm pastoring great people, but, but they, they couldn't handle what some of us are used to. I count it all joy when I fall. What, you gotta have vision to have joy when you fall. He wasn't tempted in, in divers. I'm preaching to somebody. When you get the revelation of what's inside of you, 
You will speak to mountains. You will lay hands on the sick. You will walk into COVID wards and pray and they shall recover it all. That's the word. Hey, here it is. If one person today begins to fight without motivation of credit or position, I'm going to slip this in here and pastor can clean this up. If the only reason you're in the kingdom is for position and protocol and credit, you need rebuked. That's no vision. That's carnal. You know what Jonathan told his armor bearer? Hey, bro, I'm going in. He said, I don't even care if you go. I don't care if nobody goes. I'm going to have revival. You know what his armor bearer did? Oh, my God. Do you, you do know how many people are against you. If you have that kind of faith, I'm going with you. Because I want that kind of victory. I don't know why they're so blessed. Get their vision. Get the man of God's vision. I shall overcome. I shall mount up with wings. I'm going to walk. I'm going to run. And not come on, son. I've got to get the vision. I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. I'm going to have victory. I shall overcome the wicked one. This is what we got to do. We have to attack the enemy with what we don't have. See, we're always bragging about what we have. The devil's not scared of what we have because he knows God gave that to us. You've got to attack the devil with what you don't have. you got to attack the devil with vision. It does not yet appear what I shall be. Come on, somebody. Don't attack him. Well, I've had the Holy Ghost for 35 years. That don't scare the devil, and that don't impress your past. You know what you got to do? I've got a God. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the God of the Old Testament and the New. Author and finisher of my faith. He's the great I am. He's the everlasting Father. He's the Prince of Peace. you got to tell the storm about who your God is. He's the infinite God, but he lives inside of me. He's the Almighty. He's the inner soul, and his name is Jesus. Matthew 1, 21, for thou shalt call him his name Jesus, for he shall save his people. So here it is. One puts a thousand. What will the sword say? When's the last time your sword inspired a backslider to come home? Hey, Brother Ty, what's cracking, my brother? What will the sword say about you, Brother Ty? I don't know, the devil been capping on you lately. The devil been running his mouth a little bit lately. You'll never make it. You'll never overcome. Your life's just going to be a cycle. You'll never be a man of God. Come on, I'm preaching to ARC today. Don't listen to the devil. Talk with your sword. You come against me with sword and spear, but I come against you in the name of Jesus. 
hay poder en el nombre todo poder en el nombre de Jesús todo poder the power is in the name you already coming it's good we have to attack the devil with so much faith that he's freaked out because he knows he's got us bracketed see the devil surrounded some of us and he wants to surround ARC with doubt and negativity ain't gonna happen this is good that's it see all, all, all the man of God needs is one dude see that's why I'm picking on some of you young men we're all good at running our mouth but what will the sword say about you see every, everybody knows how to talk mess This is for my wife and my kids. This is for every message that's ever been preached in this territory. This is for my pastor. This is for my first lady. Come on. This is for the miracles that if God don't, come on preaching to son. You know why you haven't been healed yet? Because your sword is in the wrong place. Brother Don. If he's crazy enough to attack me, I'm actually nervous because I have him so outnumbered. Hey, Sid, my sister from another mister. Yeah, you, I see you. Making this brother feel comfortable today. Hey, Clover. Oh, I love the people of God. Ain't nothing like the family of God. You gotta get the devil with your hallelujah. You got to get the devil with a shout of prayer. That's not him. Oh, hang on, hang on. See, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. People will say that worship is emotional. No, worship, in fact, the, the priests, even today, the Hasidic Jews and the priests will tell you, the rabbis, that we are never more holy. Oh, come on, somebody. Then when we worship. In fact, the, the writer says that, that, that worship is becoming of the saints or it beautifies them. Uh -huh. you, you know why the high priests rock on their feet? They say that God is too holy to worship him flat-footed. I don't worship God cerebrally because the carnal mind is enmity against God. I'm not, you can have a carnal mind and not have a sinful mind. No, I've got to see through the lens of, of Jesus Christ. I came to my own and my own received me not but I've set my face I've unsheathed the sword and I'm on my way to Calvary but the tomb won't hold me I said the tomb won't hold me and Rome can't kill me and the Colosseum can't consume me I've got a sword y'all gonna kill me today Jonathan you know what he did? He fought according to his ability. He fought by what you could plow in a day, half acre. You just need to fight on your territory. They, 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 due to the difficulty of turning the ox in the plow, they, families would share the furrows in the old days, Bible times, because it was too hard to turn the ox around. And so they had ancient landmarks. Remove not the ancient landmarks. And, and 
They would get the ox going, hear me, and the families would watch as the ox would plow theirs, their neighbors, their neighbors. See, harvest is a family thing. Revival is a family thing. Know you not that your body is the temple of Jesus Christ. What's in the temple? All of God's people. So here it is. How, how do we go from here to there? I'm probably the only one that's ever asked that question. God, you're good, but, but real talk. How do I get to there from here? You just start fighting one acre at a time. If God be for us. Who can be against us? Just one acre at a time. Just one prayer meeting at a time. Just one midweek at a time. Just one Sunday at a time. I'm not worried about today. Uh, The Abrahamic covenant. Wherever your foot goes, I'm going to give it to you. Get your sword out and start walking. This is my city. Oh, this is my promise. This is my revival. How am I going to do it? One step at a time. One acre at a time. One shot at a time. ARC, come stand in this altar. Come on, come join me in this altar. Get out of your pew. Get, get out of the enemy's camp. God can't give us where we won't go. How can we be the city on the hill if we're inside? Hey, in the the 19th century, they had a little plague down in Azusa Street. But we don't read about the plague because we talk about the Azusa Street revival. Do you know who who went and prayed for people and they got healed? In, In Los Angeles? All the people of the Holy Ghost went and prayed for people that had the plague. Well, I, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm that apostolic. Don't be half apostolic. From the top of my head to the sole of my feet. For God I live. For God I'm going to die. But I'm not taking water from the devil. I'm not listening to another lie. Come on. The media does not control me. Has the governor ever came and prayed for you? Will they ever come pray for you? Do they love your family? No. Man of God does. What will the sword say about you? If he'll anoint me with oil and pray the prayer of faith, Brother Jay, I'm going to get back up and let hell know I've just begun to... Come on, somebody. If I could just get to the tabernacle, if I could just get to the altar, if I could just get in the prayer room, I'm going to be made whole. For the race, it's not to the swift. Pastorhood and First Lady. God called you here. Right here. God showed it to me. God spoke it to me when I didn't want to listen. I tell Hilltop all the time, I still pray for ARC more than I pray for y'all. 
You don't? Yes, I do. You know why? I'm just a vessel, but I want my sword to have a story. Come on. You better pack a lunch, devil. Yeah, I know I failed last time, but God's ARC, I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, today could be the brand new page of a brand new chapter in northern Nevada. What would happen? The women of God begin to pray. The men of God begin to anoint the shield. The men of God begin to beat their blessing back into a weapon of apostolic warfare. Don't back up. Don't lose your stand. Don't be less holy, but let the sword talk. question. Israel is 5.472 million acres. If Jonathan wouldn't have fought for a half acre, they'd never have almost 6 million acres today. How are we going to get there? Just one acre at a time. Just one. Come on, somebody. Just one offering at a time. I heard the vision givens going through the roof. I'm still going to shout in our new building. You think I forgot about it? It's here. I still see it. And I'm going to shout in it. And I'm going to preach in it. And I'm going to tell the devil, this is what the sword said. Come on. You're still anointed. The hand of God's still on you for the gifts and calling of without repentance. But you got to unsheathe the sword. Carson Valley, Douglas County. Even out all, all the way to Story County is 170 square miles. That's 108,800 acres. And God just needs two people. Elder Worley, he just needs two people that say, I'm just going to fight in my half acre today. Sister Bobby, I'm going to shout in my half acre today and let the devil know my high heels are going to tattoo your forehead today for every night you kept me up for every lie you tried come on I'm, I'm preaching to my family today I get to preach to my heart today come on it's in you it's in you come on men strap up get up and stay up and say my sword is going to have a song my sword is going to have a testimony that through it all, through it all, I kept the faith. I didn't back up. I didn't water the message down. I was faithful to the house of God. Don't miss church because of the world, but let the church be the church. Somebody hit a base hit today. God, we don't need grand slam hitters. I just need somebody to get on base. I just need somebody to show up for outreach. I just need somebody to keep teaching the Bible study. Come on, somebody. It's unity time. My harvest, because of the ox, that means our harvest is connected. That's why the devil wants to divide us. But the furrow, the agri of the culture, revival is familial that means if I'm going to have revival it's going to go to your own sister Tiffany if I'm going to have revival but come on somebody where two or three are gathered together in my name there I will be in the midst of it 
I just need two or three on a Sunday. I, just, I don't need a whole lot. <laughs> I just need two or three. Hitch the ox to the plow. Pastor, we're not going to muzzle you. I'm going to go ahead and pray. i got to get this out of my spirit. Either vicariously or passive-aggressively. We are not going to muzzle the ox that shreddeth out my corn. Come on, man of God. I'm glad we have a pastor in this house that has a sword that's been bared. Come on. We didn't come here to go anywhere but forward. Hallelujah. You're the man. We're the people. And as the body of Christ, we are going forward. One acre at a time. I'm not running yet, but I'm not healed yet. But I've got a sword hooked to my plow. I thought about today, I wonder if anybody's got a scabbard on that plow. Like old Nehemiah on the wall. Well, it's, you know, it's just northern Nevada. I've been fighting that spirit for years. It's just a hill of beans. I like beans. Better back up and check yourself, homie. All I need is some homemade tortillas and some refried beans. I have my. You think I'm joking? That's what Sister Hood made. I said, "Boy, I'm at, I'm at home now." Said we had a sala. Hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, aviva. Amen. That's revival. Well, it's you know, it's just it's just your family. You, why why are you so emotional? And Shama said, "This is my acre." Come on, men. Come on, women. This is my house. And the devil can't come in my house. And he can't touch my kids. One acre at a time. My church. My revival. My sword. My acre. You know, you can't sow in somebody else's acre. And you can't reap it either. You reap what you sow. How many through the years God has promised you something? Can I see your hand? How come you forgot about that? I thought the word of God was true, everlasting. And his promises are yea and amen. I thought the devil was a liar. And there's no truth in him. Don't, don't let CNN become your God. <laughs> Movies are getting longer and sermons are getting shorter. And you wonder why people are killing each other? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My acre. You know, leadership is what you grow on your own. I'm not teaching leadership today, but if we were. Okay. How, how can you teach me something you haven't grown? It's like my buddy took snowboarding the whole time I thought he was a pro. I got to tell you, it was his first time. There's too many Pentecostals that know how to talk about something they've never had. When's the last time red hot tears? And you shook under the mighty hand of God as you realize his sovereignty. 
and his holiness and his jealousy over his espousal. When's the last time you fell to your knees and said, let God arise? We're going to pray. God, I know I'm a dog. Truth, Lord. Yeah, I've messed up. I can't even tell you how many times I've messed up. But when you have that sword faith, but God, I know that the dogs get the crumbs. Great faith, Sister Bridget, did not come from the palace. It did not come from the Sanhedrin. It did not come from the Hasidic Jews. It did not come from the Levitical tribe. No, no. The greatest faith came from a soon-to-be grafted-in Gentile that was a dog. He said, Oh, woman, great is your faith. It was her acre. Can I put it this way? It was her crumb, Brother Mark. Yeah, I know it's not a whole lot, but it's mine. See, some of us, the devil didn't take your ministry, you gave it to him. You know what Satan told Jesus? Let me paraphrase. This authority was given to me by Adam and Eve. This authority was given to me. I didn't fight for this. I'm preaching of miracles and anointings and ministries in this house. The devil doesn't even have to fight for him these days. And you know what Satan tempted Jesus with? This authority. Jesus didn't take the bait because his sword has a story. We have to follow the sword into the harvest. The world's crazy. Locked us down. But what will the sword say? You know what I learned in this season? I can't live for God by how I feel. Well, did you have a lot of faith? No. That's, I didn't sleep for weeks. I paced. My hair fell out. Stressed. Yeah. And turn it loose. Hey, sister, it's okay if it turns gray. You know why? Because the world wants you to act like you don't have wisdom. <laughs> Boom, how you doing, girl? No, don't let the world, don't let the world cover you up. Okay, I'm going there. Sister Bridget, there's only one place in your body that the world can see his holiness. That's your face and your headship. That's why a woman has power with angels because of her head. So the world wants you to cut it off because the angels have power over them. Don't cut off your power. Let it come. Men, the world wants you to cover this face. Women, the world wants you to cover this face. No, that's where the Holy Ghost comes out. What will the sword say about you? Pastor John, you can have a carnal mind without a sinful mind. And it's at war against God. You know what feelings mean, Sister Johnson? I'm carnal. Yeah, that's what it means. Well, I just don't know how to feel. Pray through, buckaroo. I just really feel. I thought the Bible said my heart was deceitful above all things. So how I feel is a lie. It really is. Because when I stand before Jesus, it won't be about my feelings. 
Brother John, it will be about, God's going to ask me about my sword. Well, Lord, I prophesied in your name, and I, I had the Holy Ghost, and I talked in tongues, and I prayed my tithes and offering. He said, depart from me. I never knew you. We were intimate. You friends, see, y'all got to get Jesus up out of the friend zone. We are the espouse bride of Christ. And when we get to heaven, he's going to examine the sword to see if you're still the bride. Because he's a jealous God. He don't share us with pandemics. And he don't share us with gender bending and all that mess. But I'm, I'm out of time. I'm, I'm reading what God gave you. And I, this is, I'm done. To the saints and Caesars slash ARC. God gave me this for you. Your calling is greater than the culture you're in. Your calling is greater than the culture that you are in. Well, this is just the culture of a mountaintop. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And this is how it's always been. This is how I was raised. This is what always happens. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. How many is ready for a miracle right now? Lift your hands. Music, just stay, 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 stay soft. In fact, stay right there. Lift your hands and lift your voice. Lift your voice. Oh, there it is. I feel it. I feel it. If you got the Holy Ghost, begin to operate in it right now. There, come on. I need a man of God to let it rip right. Come on. Come on, woman of Zion. Let it out. Come on. There ought to be a war cry that comes out. You know what I hear? I, say, I hear the sound of steel sliding out of leather in ARC. Ah, come on, man of God. Come on, families. Come on, lift your voice. Don't stop. Pray, pray, pray. Come on, pray. Pray past emotion. Pray into an anointing. Pray until you feel the old familiar feel in your hand. I feel like fighting again. I feel like when, come on, you want to shout. How long's it been since the shout of victory came out of your spirit? How long's it been since you knew the devil was losing? Go, go, go in it. Come on, come on, high priest. I need you to go through the veil. Come on, women of Zion. I need you to begin to travail. Let This is not emotion. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. I will pour in my spirit upon all flesh. Come on, the music's going to begin to play. There it is. Spiritus Santo is a key. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Gracias. Gracias, Señor, por todo. Thank you. Come on. Come on, men and women of God. The Holy Ghost is here. Come on, young people. Come on, praise team. Pray. What will my sword say at the end of this season? What will, if God had to judge me today for the last 12 months, what would my sword say? Go, go, go. It's there. It's there. there. It's been months since some of you have felt this river. Let it go. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this speaking of the Spirit, come on, let it come out of you. The Holy Ghost is the evidence of vision. Go, go, don't stop. Don't stop Pray, Pray until you get a healing. Pray, pray until chains start falling at your feet. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. 
There it is. Pray, pray. Go ahead, Sister Bridget. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be rooted and grounded in the house of God. I'm coming home. Come on, somebody. I'm coming back to church. I'm going to be a revivalist. Come on, pray, pray. That is Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come on, revival in Puerto Rico. Hallelujah. My mama was a shouter, and we're not going to lose our shout. What will my sword say? I shouted until the last breath. I worship with everything that's in me. Come on, come on, hallelujah. gonna fight I'm not stopping today today it's my day pray pray come on come on I've been a little weary and well doing I've gotten a little cold in this last season come on Baba come on Baba what will the sword say about you hallelujah come on coders come on you still belong here you're still supposed to be a part of this come on what will it say? Oh.